0: I love SMBC because I've been a member here for over 20 years, and Pastor brings the Word every Sunday.
1: Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the
2: body, and the soul. Uh, we have women's ministries. Welcome, Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before, and the truth that Pastor preaches about the Word, his leadership, and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world.
3: For Keep Me Coming Back to St. Matthews is the Youth Program, they continuously put effort into the young into the young mentors.
4: Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo.
5: Worship and give him praise, Heavenly Father. It's in the matchless name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that we come to you, an audience of one, today to just give you our best, to give you our worship, to give you our praise, to let you know that we love you, that we appreciate all that you've done for us. Thank you for bringing us here safely this morning. We ask that you continue to bless our pastor, look over and watch him, Jesus, continue to heal his body, Father. And at the end of all of this, if someone is in the congregation, who needs to be saved today, please bring them forward, Father. Touch their hearts that they would come down and accept you as Lord and Savior of their lives. We thank you for all you've done. We thank you for all you're doing right now and all that you're going to do. In the matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.
3: Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. For the Lord is great. And greatly to be praised. Come on and raise your praise. Come on and raise your praise.
6: Hallelujah. He's worthy. Hallelujah. How many know that if it had not been. For
3: the Lord on our side. Come on. Where would you be. If he hadn't picked you up. And turned you around. Placed your feet on the solid ground. How many know. Where would you be,
6: Hallelujah, if it had not been for the Lord on my side? Tell me where would I be? Come on, I know y'all know this song. Where? Come on, praise team, help me sing. If it's not live for live the Lord, oh yes. my, on my side, tell me where, where would I be? Would yeah, I be, where, where, would I be? Where, where would I be? Come on, take it from the top. If it had not For the Lord On my side Tell me where Would I be Where would I be Come on. Say he kept my enemy let the sun shine through a
1: cloudy day
6: Oh, he rocked me He rocked me in the cradle of his arms Cause he knew and He knew that I've been better than torn. So if you had got Come on, put your hands together and say, for the Lord for well would, 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 would I be come on say he kept my enemies he, he let the sun No. Yeah, yeah. Where would I come on, put your hands together. If it wasn't for the Lord on my side, somebody tell me where, where, where would I be? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, come on, it's not too early to raise the praise. It ain't too early. We've come into this house to worship him. Come on and raise your praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
3: This next song says, Lord your mighty. Come on, just clap your hands with us.
6: Right here. Say, Lord your mighty. Lord your mind. Lord your mighty. Lord your mighty. Lord your Lord Lord, 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 Come on, say it again. Lord, 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 Come on, clap your hands. Lord, you Lord, 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 Right here. You name it on the earth. You set Your glory above. Say what a God. mighty God. What a mighty God. My Lord, Lord, you Lord, Say, Lord, Lord, you're mighty. Lord, you Lord, 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 Lord Almighty, 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 Lord 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 so Lord your mighty, Lord your mighty, Lord your mighty. mighty, oh Lord, oh Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Come on, clap your hands with us. You say. Stand to your feet and give God the glory. Hands, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Sing, all glory, all, glory. All, honor. all honor, all the praise, all, praise. all the praise. All praise, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. hallelujah. <talking noise> all glory, all honor. What a mighty God we serve! A mighty God we serve! Say angels, say angels, they bow before. Raise your praise, angels. angels they bow before be mighty, God, mighty God. We serve, mighty God. We serve, mighty God. Mighty God, we serve. Angels bow.
3: Want and raise your praise. He's a mighty God. He's brought you through this. He's brought you through that. Oh, come on. Somebody know what I'm talking about on this morning. I'm talking about the mighty God that we serve.
6: He's the one and only true risen Savior. Mighty God we serve. Woo. Mighty God we serve. Amen. Raise the praise right there. He's a mighty God. Your praise right there. Hallelujah! 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 Yeah.
7: Hallelujah! 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 Is the highest praise. We come this morning to lift up the miraculous and exalted of Jesus Christ, for it is at the name that every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We enter His gates with thanksgiving, enter His courts with praise, be thankful unto Him and bless His name. For who is good? Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God, It's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We come to give Him glory this morning. I don't know what you come to do, but I come to lift up the exalted name of Jesus. Why? Because he's worthy. He watched over you all week long. He gave you travel mercies. He put food on your table, allowed you to get dressed this morning. He's worthy to be praised. Good morning, St. Matthews. May be seated as we prepare our hearts for the reading of God's word by Reverend Hill. Amen?
4: Amen. Our scripture reading shall be found in Romans, the eighth chapter. Verses 28 to verse 30. Romans, the eighth chapter. Verse 28 to verse 30. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. To them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow. He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that we might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called them he also justified, and whom he justified Them, he also glorified. Bless you.
1: Good
0: morning, St. Matthews. Let us pray. Father, we come before you this morning, Lord, just with a thankful heart, thanking you for allowing us to wake up this morning, thanking you for giving us a strength and a desire to be here this morning, Lord. We thank you for... All that you're doing, Lord, we lift up our pastor this morning, Lord, and pray for his recovery and uh, pray for Sister Gordon, Lord, and uh, that you would just bring them back stronger. We thank you for all that are here this morning, Lord. We thank you that we can gather in your house, Lord, and, and worship your name, Lord, freely. And, Lord, as the word goes forth this morning, we pray that you would bless the preacher, Lord. Give him strength. Help him to divide the word rightly. And, Father, help us to hear. Open our eyes and our ears so we may hear what thus saith you to us, Lord, this morning. And we pray, Lord, that if there's anyone that's not saved here, that the word will convict them and convince them, Lord, to give their life to you. We thank you and we love you, Lord, and we ask this in your precious name.
3: Praise the Lord, everybody! Oh, come on, y'all gonna talk back to me in here today. God's been too good. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! This next song right here. Woo. I'm sorry. Woo. God has been so good, y'all. <laughs> I can't even express to you how good he's been. (laughs) This song right here says, have your way. That's all I want God to do is have his way. And every way in my life is to have his way. And if anything in me is not pleasing to him, I want him to take it out of me. Anybody else have that testimony on today? Anything that's not like you, God, I want you to take it on out of me. Hallelujah, hallelujah.
6: Oh. Overflow in this place.
2: Sr., all St. Matthew's Baptist Church families and friends that are present and absent today, I bring you greetings from the name that is above all names. And the Bible says, one day, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of the things in heaven, and the things in the earth, and things under the earth. I come to tell you, we serve Almighty God. He served a God that woke you up this morning and brought you here just so we can lift up the mighty name of Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, let me know. He's a good God. He's a faithful God. He's an Almighty God. He's an All Time God. Where would we go? Where would we be without our Savior, Amen Lord Jesus? He has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad. Let's give one more hand clap to the Lord for his excellence and for his favor. Let us continue to keep our pastor, our senior pastor, in prayer. He has a procedure later this week, and uh, we want to keep him in prayer. Amen. Uh, I, we talked to him last Thursday, Pastor Strong. And he's doing fine. Uh, just keep him in prayer. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's give him another hand clap. <laughs> today, today we have baptism uh, and following, or we did have baptism following our service. Uh, prior to benediction, we will have uh, communion. And. As way of news or announcements, we are saddened to share that one of our dear young members, Jaquez Carey, has gone home to be with the Lord. Her service will take place here at SMBC this Thursday, February 22nd. Uh, the viewing will take place from 9 to 10 a.m. The service will start promptly at 10 a.m. Jaquez was extremely involved in our youth department. Please keep her, uh, keep her family in prayer and also the Lamar family in prayer, amen? Uh, do we have any visitors here this morning? Any visitors, please stand, raise your hand. We'd like to see you. We'd like to thank you for coming. Is there one? Come on, stand up, let us see you, amen. God bless you. Thank you so very much. God will bless you for coming. When we make the invitation, uh, if you don't have a church home, we would ask that you would join St. Matthews because you need to be covered always in the blood of Jesus. And i just tell you, our pastor prays for us daily, maybe two or three times daily. We have an awesome pastor, Dr. Raymond McGee- Reese Gordon Sr., amen. amen? Let us give him a hand clap for coming this morning. Amen and amen. And now it is offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. You cannot beat God giving no matter how hard you try. Uh, Today we will be taking up two offerings. Our first offering will be our tithes. Uh, The Bible says the tithe is 10% of what you have been blessed with for the whole week. If the Lord has blessed you with $500, God gets the first $50. And if the Lord has blessed you with $1,500, the Lord gets $150. Our second offering will be for our perfect peace contribution to our radio and TV ministry. And some of you joined this church based on our radio and TV ministry. Some of you never even heard of us because uh, we were so far in the Williamstown area. (laughs) Williamstown is not a very popular area when you compared to New York and Newark, et cetera, et cetera, cetera, Philadelphia. But some of you heard who Dr. Raymond M. Gordon was by his radio uh, uh, program and also his television program. So that is a big part of That is a perfect peace radio and TV ministry. And if the Lord has blessed you, some of you, um, the Lord has blessed all of you because you're here today, I ask that you will give As the Lord has given to you. Paul said in 2 Corinthians, giving is a demonstration of God's grace and it brings glory to God and it leads people to give thanks to God. Now we'll have some music. Amen. God is. He's an awesome God. He's an almighty God. He's a kind God. Thank you Lord Jesus for your word. Please come. Thanks. Thank you so much for your tithes and offerings. Let's give the Lord a hand clap for for his ability to enable you to do such. Our guest preacher, teacher this morning is our own minister, Cleve Folk. Cleve has been around a long time. He has been an integral part of our youth ministry since he had been at St. Matthews. Now he works with the, and teaches the young adults, along with Reverend Spencer, Minister Brown, and Deacon Jones. Uh, Minister Folk was the youth pastor here probably 15 or 20 years. And then a lot of the youth, they stayed at church because of Minister Folk. But whatever he did, however he prayed, whatever his formula was, they came back. They went to college and came back. Some of them went to college, came back, had a family, can't put the family in here. I said, that's reproduction. Well, bless the Lord. Also, uh, Minister Folt, uh, he's still a guru with with the young adults. He teaches the young adults, and he's still... Some of the youth now, the ones that came back and that are young adult, look at him as still being the youth pastor. But he he will help you. He will serve you. And he's pretty jazzy, too, okay? Um, um, Minister Fold is married to my good friend Melissa. Is she here today? Come on, stand up, Melissa. Let everybody see who you are. Amen. Melissa used to be part of our staff here at St. Matthews. Sometimes she's in, sometimes she's out, sometimes she's in. Amen? Uh, also, uh, Courtney is uh, Melissa and Cleve's daughter. Is she here today? Courtney? Is she? Where is she? She didn't make it yet, right? Well, she's, she's, in, uh, she's in New York at St. John's, probably sleeping in late today. Amen. <laughs> And then he also has a son. I call him my godson, that's Cleve Jr. He he went away, he's a cool, handsome man. Went away to the Air Force, did his bit in the Air Force, now he's out working. And I, I keep asking him, why aren't you coming back to New Jersey? Well, you know, he might be training for boxing. That's the last thing I heard from you, so. But anyway, I know he comes in and out, amen. But I wanted to just uh, brief tell you about the family and that is it uh minister Folt is a dedicated man to the lord he knows that word and i'm telling you when he comes i want you to stand on your feet and give the lord a hand clap because this man has been bona fide and and sanctified by our lord and savior jesus christ so when he comes stand on your feet and give the lord a hand clap of praise amen because he's got something for you this morning. Amen? Amen? Amen. Now let's give this choir another hand clap for this music they've been singing. And now we're gonna hear from the choir and then we're gonna hear from Minister Folk, amen. Praise the
3: Lord everybody. I wait on you. I said, "Praise the Lord, everybody." That was good for your neighbor. That was good for me. But I said, "Praise the Lord, everybody!" For everything that has breath, ought to praise the Lord. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! This last song we're gonna minister on today. <sighs> we offer praise.
8: everything that have breath. Praise the Lord. I don't know why I am here, but I'm thankful. It is by God's grace any one of us are here. All right. He could have arrested us. He could have sent us away. But he accepted us in his son. I don't know what happened yesterday. I'm not sure about this tomorrow. But right now, right now, in this moment, he's worth he it, my praise. In this moment, there's no rocks to cry out. In this, in this moment,
7: there's nothing stopping us from glorifying Him. There's nothing stopping us from lifting up His name. There's nothing stopping us from praising our Savior, Again, being thankful for His grace, thankful for His mercy. He's worthy. All, all praise Everything that had breath. Praise the Lord.
8: is someone that can't change his mind and he won't change the subject. He's just stuck on stupid. When it comes to Jesus, I'm a little fanatical. I'm a little stuck on stupid. But God chooses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. So I don't mind being weak because in my weakness he's made strong. Jesus, Jesus. I I, I, I don't know what to do with him except praise him. I don't know what to do with him except worship him. I don't know what to do with him except to fall down and be prostate before him. He's been too good to me for me to do anything else. And the truth is, he's been too good to you too. That's why we're here. Go on and say so. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Amen. I want to um, thank the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. I want to thank the Lord Jesus Christ for saving my soul, my family's soul. Um, Yeah, thank you, Jesus. I um, also want to um, acknowledge my wife of almost 30 years. See my baby girl. She's my oldest child, but she's my baby girl. Yeah. Um, you know, I have family members that are here as well, and I'm thankful for family. Um, my father went home to be with the Lord about seven, eight years ago, and um, it's good to have family because when I'm with my brother and sisters, I am, uh, each one of us has a piece of him. So when we're gathered together, um, we're reminded of him. We see different parts of him. I have some parts I'd like to think the best parts. Um, uh, but but my brothers and my sisters have different parts of him. And so we like coming together because, and I like having them because it just reminds Me of the Father. I just preached and y'all didn't shout. (laughs) You and I belong in the same family. We have the same Father. God has liberally given gifts to all of us. He didn't give it all to any one of us. So when we come together in His name, There's a piece of Jesus over here, a piece of Jesus over there, a piece of Jesus over here, a piece of God the Father here. The Holy Spirit is working here. So we come together. That's why you shouldn't be at home. That's why you don't forsake the gathering of yourselves together. That's why we assemble. Because when we get together, we can see parts of Jesus that we won't see alone. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I am just saying. I want to um, I want to acknowledge my 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 brothers in ministry, and uh, these guys are 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 wonderful. Um, we we have a, a, a brotherhood. We have a bond. Um, we may fuss. We may fight, but we get along in Christ, and um, we love each other. And you know, you know, it's like this. You know. I could say something about them, but nobody else can. Yeah, you know what I mean? But they pray with me, they pray for me, and, they, and, they, and, and we're all together. And we, We're not envious of one another. We're not jealous of one another. We're not celebrating being of Paul or being of Apollos. We're all together, and that's how it is with all of us in ministry, every last one of us. We're thankful for every person who's a part of this worship experience. I also want to thank specifically um, two more people before we get into our text. I want to thank Reverend Jackson. Um, He don't want me to, but the mic is mine. I ain't going to listen to you. Um, Reverend Jackson is a man of God, and I want to thank him for, for coming here every Sunday. And I want to thank him for standing in for our pastor. And I want to thank him for keeping us together. I want to thank him for his correction. I want to thank him for his instruction. And I want to thank him for his service. You give people their flowers while they're still here. So thank you, Reverend Jackson. I love you, man. That's all. Um, there's one other person that I would be remiss not to thank. And that is Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. I, I, if the Lord gives time and spares life i'll probably have some more to say about that but I want to thank him uh, specifically for being who he is I want to thank him for what he's done and i'm thankful for what he allows us to do in service to jesus um, i uh um, he called me this morning and uh, and he and he prayed with me um, he 's on the job don't think that he's absent in his absence because he's not he's here he, he, he's, he's, he's um, on point so we need to continue to pray and, and I want to I say this um, you know all of us preaching while he's been out that's just the wind up you know when a pitcher goes to pitch he, he winds up and then he th- we're just the wind up <laughs> that's all we are but you wait till he's up at bat. <laughs> he's going to knock it out the park. It's like a roller coaster ride. When you get on a roller coaster ride, the, you, you line up and the ride begins to pull you to the top. And it's usually at the highest point that the ride, with all that energy that's pent up, is released. And when it's released, you're on for the ride of your life. I'm just stopped by to tell you, don't think he's weak. Uh-uh. Don't think he's hurting. Uh-uh. Don't think he's not on his thing. He is better than ever. And when we comes back, just hold on, because we're about to go for a ride. So, Pastor, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity and this honor to stand in your place to speak for you. Let us let us pray. Father, it's in your name, Jesus. Lord God, we are gathered here in your name, Lord, and we're coming before you, Jesus. So so we're praying, Lord, that you would take this time, take this feeble mind, and submit it to your will. Lord God, Uh, gather our hearts, Lord God, as family, and let us learn of you, Lord God. And if there's anybody that doesn't know you, Jesus, if they don't know of your goodness and your sweetness, we're praying today that right here, right now, that they will not come this close to miss you, but come this close to know you. And so save souls, Lord God, we're praying, Jesus, that you would um, that you would evangelize the lost, that you would uh, educate and edify the believer. But mostly we want to exalt you, Lord God, you're the person of our, you're the person of interest, you are the main topic, you are the theme. So, Lord God, do what you do um, through this weakness of mine. Uh, thank you. And in Jesus name we pray. Amen. and um also when reverend jackson comes up and taps me on the shoulder um he knows i he and i have a an ongoing understanding that it helps me with my time and so i'm always thankful for that so it's not he's not always with a gun in his hand sometimes that's that's a hand of mercy um no 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 um i can get distracted and my eyes are not the best and so he understands that and so sometimes he'll he'll come and he'll whisper my ear bring it in um and, and uh, no, I'm serious. I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I mean that sincerely. I'm, I mean that sincerely. He, he says, bring it in, and it's a help to me. So I mean, that, I mean that really. Now, I can't speak for the other guys. But for me, it's a blessing. Okay. Romans chapter 8. Um, hmm. This is a very powerful passage of Scripture. I'm going to do a little something different than what you may be expecting, but in it, we we know this passage, we 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 love this passage. Um, it's a very powerful passage. It is one that is dear to our hearts. Um, but there's something in this passage that I think, oftentimes, gets overlooked, or at least it's not paid attention to as much as I think it should. So as I was studying the word of God and praying um, to be before you today, um, there's a little piece of scripture that kind of was waving at me saying, hey, yo, come check me out. I'm right here, man. Like it was texting me. Get it? Texting me? The text. Texting me. It was texting me. And, um, and so I, I zoomed in on it. But it's often overlooked Because of its position. It is in verse 29. But verse 29 is after verse 28. Um, And it's before verse 30. And so we can miss that. Because it says in 28. And we know. That all things. Work together. For good. To those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. And it says in verse 30, Moreover, whom he did predestine, uh, these he also called. And whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, he also glorified and because we like what's written in verse 28 and because we celebrate what's written in verse 29, it seems like the connector, I mean 20 at verse 30, the connector in 29 may not be appreciated as much as it could be. Um, it's kind of like the redheaded stepchild. Uh, you know, it's that middle child. Um, shout out to all your middle childs. I'm one, um, I had an amen in there too, praise Jesus. <clears throat> but 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 <clears throat> it says in twenty nine, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. I could tell you missed it already, son. It's all right, it's all right. We're going to get there. We're going to do a little bit of study and we're going to be all right. Um, I might not be here long, but we're just going to do our thing. Um, verse 28, and we know this knowledge is not the type of knowledge that happens because somebody told you. It's not. It's not gossip. It's not the type of knowledge that you get from reading a book Watching a TV show. It's not the type of knowledge you get from seeing somebody else. It's not that type of knowledge. This is the type of knowledge that you experience. And this particular type of experience is based upon an individual. And because we know of this individual, what we learn about the individual in regards to us makes us happy. Because it says here, we know. It, this this isn't a question. This isn't this isn't a guessing game. This is it, this is it's, it's like a, 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 a it's like a pistis type of faith, where it's based upon the experience to where you know something to be true. And it says, we know. Watch this. That all things were together. Now wait a minute. wait 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 wait. This is something that we know based upon who we know that everything around us is going to work together for good. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, minute. We, the body of Christ, those who have been submitted to the lordship of Jesus Christ, those who bowed down to the regal. Those who knows what it is to worship the Most High God. Whether that's in church, in my closet at home, driving my car with my praise CD. Whether that's whether that's in a hospital or whether that is out on the street. Whether that's I'm poor or whether I'm rich. No matter what state it is, those that know Jesus know how to praise his name. Because of who he is and because of what he's done. And because of who he is and what he's done. It has benefited me. We know that everything is working together. We, his children, know him. And because we know him and because we know what he does, we know that all things are working together. Not some things. Not a little bit of things, but everything. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, 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 so when good things are happening, he's working good. But when bad things are happening, he's still up to good. He's not limited by our circumstance. He actually controls. Our circumstance and controls us when we're submitted to him in the circumstance, in his, in his providential sovereign care. The things that he allows in our life are still in his control. It's like having a a baby inside a playpen. The playpen would be the sovereign will, the toys and the things you allow inside the playpen. That's his permissive will. Those are the things he may let us do and choose, but we are never getting outside of his perfect will. He's always at work. He's always has the best things in mind for us. And so we are excited that we know that all things are working together for good. Now, my topic is that God continue with the theme that Pastor has been teaching us through everyone, is that God moves us from place to place to place until we are in place as a help to others. And so when we realize that God's sovereign hand is in control, we know that whatever place we are physically in, whatever space we are mentally in, that God is orchestrating life in such a way that he's moving things around, that he's orchestrating things around, and we get to involve and interact with all the things in our playpen that are helping us to learn more about him, that are helping us to develop our love of him that are helping us to understand his mercy, helping us to understand his grace. In fact, we get to participate in his mercy and participate in his grace and be merciful and gracious to others because of whom we know. They're working for good. Um, I, I, you know, when you think about that, and we're going to be there in just a second, I don't think we've ever really had an issue with good, right? I don't, I don't, I don't know that any of us ever came before the Lord and said, Lord, now Lord, you've been so good to me, you need to stop that. Because your goodness is killing me. Now Lord, stop blessing me. You stop taking care of my children. Stop taking care of my wife, stop taking care of my husband, stop taking care, of, stop providing for me continually, stop clothing me continually, stop caring for my my soul continually because you're causing me to sin. I don't think that any one of us has ever struggled with goodness. In fact, when you go back to the garden, which will be there in a minute, everything that God had created was good. There was no issue with good. Adam was not struggling with good. Eve was not struggling with good. It wasn't until they had knowledge of evil that there was a problem. In other words, it's not the good things that are emphasized when all things working together for good. The implication is, is that it's the bad things that God will make good. The very worst things God is making for good. The, the 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 most horrific times, even in your worst circumstance during your life, God is still using that for good. When 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 we are upset with God, when we don't understand God, when we don't like what God's doing, because we know Him and we know His character then we know that everything, bad and good, are working together for good. That somehow, through the most extraneous circumstances, somehow, through the worst things that could happen in my life, somehow, when life is broken down, somehow, when I don't know how to get around, sometimes when I'm all down, God gets down and gets busy and makes it all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So, 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 we like that. We know that all things are working together for good. Uh Uh-oh. To those who love God. There's an exclusivity here. This is not for everybody. Members only club. Not everybody on a plane gets frequent flyer miles. You got to join the club. See, if you don't, if you don't join this club, you don't get the frequent flyer miles that'll take you to heaven. You'll actually have the escalator going down to hell. You, you gotta join the club. You gotta be on the inside. Back in the day, he said, you gotta be in the know. (laughs) See, and, and those that know him, know of his grace, and know of his mercy. But if you don't know him, you won't know his grace, you won't know his mercy, and you can't know his love. Uh, we get we getting there. Just, just, just trust Jesus. we we getting there. You got to be in the club. Those who love God, um, it's because of the way he loved us. But those are the ones who are called according to his purpose. You know, God is faithful in calling us. We're called into fellowship. It's, it's internal. He calls us on the inside. It's savingly type of a calling. It's a, it's, it's effectively saved. When he calls you, you know, when he calls you, you come. Yep. That's basically what it is. Listen, the Romans says that there's none of us are looking for God. Not one. There's, there's nothing righteous that we do in and of ourselves. Right? Due time, Christ died for the ungodly. That's what he did. But what he does is, is he calls us to repentance. Listen, 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 look, 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 look. It's not that he was on your mind, it's that we was on his. And because we were on his, he started working things for our good. Well, the question is, what does God call good? He calls sanctification good. He calls salvation good. He calls the inspiration of his word good. And he calls you and me good because of the good works of his son. Jesus said, why do you call me good? Unless you're acknowledging the fact that he's already God in the flesh. And because his son is who he is, we can be who we are in his son. Because God is working everything for our good. We, 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 we haven't gotten to our text yet. Um, um, yeah, uh, it's Jesus. He, he, he's a problem. Um, It says in, thank you, brother, in, in, in verse 30. It says, moreover, whom he did predestinate, these he also called. We like this because it says that God is at work beforehand. We're predestined. Pre is before destiny. In other words, God has our destiny already in mind. God has already worked out every aspect of your life and my life. And it's all in his design. And he says, all of these things he's doing is ultimately good. Right. He says that, 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 that we've been predestined. Right. And, 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 and we were called and, and by being called, we were justified. And I can't, I I can't spend too much time here. I got to go on and get out of the way. We got communion. Um, he says, he says, he says, he says that we are called. He calls us up to be a part of him. We are called to be in the body. We're called to be in the fellowship. But then he, he justifies us. Now, let's be honest. If God were to let everybody live stream our life, If there was an app that we could download on our phone to to to, to peer in to your daily episodes, um, I wonder how many subscribers you would want. Um, it, it, if if we were to peer in and we were telling the truth, there's a whole lot of mess. Behind the curtain. L- listen, we, we know how to dress up, you know, and look good. But really, if you were to go inside our heart, if you were to go inside our mind, you would find it's not a whole lot like Jesus. That's why it's in the process of being renewed. And our heart is, it's desperately wicked. It's continually evil. Above everything else, it's that. <laughs> right? But yet God justified us. (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. To be justified, you have to be brought to justice. To be brought to justice means that there's some laws, there's some rules, there's some ordinances, there's some things that we've broken. It's just simply called sin, right? He justified us. In other words, God looked at all of our sin, knew all of our sin, but then he began to compare the sin to the work of his son. And the work of his son was to make it all good. Now, he did that on the cross. But it's not based upon me. It's not based upon you. It's based upon him and everything that he's done on our behalf. So he justified us. God had a gracious judicial act of God, whereby a soul is granted complete absolution from all guilt and a full release from the penalty of sin. It's a grace gift. It's God's grace through Jesus, where he as a judge pronounces guilty sinners, right, who turn themselves over to the mercy of the court. He declares us innocent before the day of judgment. Before God wraps all of this up, we've already been counted innocent. We've already been counted merciful. We've already been justified before the great white throne judgment. We don't have to worry about being in that line before Jesus on this great white throne to where all that's going to happen is is that the blood, our blood is on our own hands and in our own hands, where we know when you're before the great white throne judgment, you're not getting into heaven. No, no, we're actually on the beamer seat. We we go before that where God will look at the works that we're allowed to do after knowing him. And then we now get rewards after he done saved our wretched selves and gives us an opportunity to sing on a choir, to play the piano, to usher, to to, to, to be security. But he gives us the opportunity to minister, to sing, to be a deacon. Gives us the opportunity to come in the pews and to live out your life in such a way that other people who will never see Jesus will see you. And because they see you, they'll see Jesus and they'll get to know Jesus. They will get to love Jesus and come to be with us with Jesus. He justified us, released us from the penalty of our sin. <laughs> see, 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 listen, we weren't brought to justice; we were justified. He, he 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 didn't arrest us; he released us. He didn't imprison us; he freed us. We have freedom and liberty in Jesus. But wait a minute before we shout. Freedom is not the liberty to do what you want to do. It's the responsibility to do what you're supposed to do. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. There's a name that you're carrying. You're representing someone. You're an ambassador for someone. So you just... You, there's a family that you belong to. So you just can't go out here while in any kind of way. Because it's not just you that's affected. It's not just your name. Every time we get out in this world and mess up, it stays his name. You know what it's like when you're on the job and you let a curse word slip out. I thought he was a Christian. You know what it's like? You get in line, you cuss somebody out. Wait a minute. I thought I thought they said they know Jesus. You, you know, when you get up and have an attitude, <laughs> oh, I mean, but didn't I just see them reading the Bible? See, it's not, it's not just your name that gets the blemish. It's Jesus. But Jesus is holy. He's righteous. He's pure. He's perfect. So I don't want to let my imperfections mar his perfection. So I walk circumspectly. I walk in a way that brings him honor. Brings him glory. That's my reasonable service. That's the least I can do for Jesus for going to cross for me. That's the least we can do when he goes to cross. Listen, we're going to have all of eternity to love him, to be a part of him. We're going to be chilling on the side of Resurrection Boulevard and Mercy Street. And and you're going to tell me I'm going to act up now? No, 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 no. We got to do this in a way that represents Jesus. All right, all right, all right. Jesus. Now, I need to move on. 29. For them he foreknew. Beforehand, he planned it. He predestined us to be conformed to the image of his son. Um, conformed. We're conformed. We're shaped, we're molded, we're, we're 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 created to be like His Son. That's a mic drop moment. That's a sure enough run around the church and shout hallelujah moment. That is an amen, thank you, Jesus. I don't know why, but I'm so glad you did. Moment. That's a I'm going to live the rest of my life for you in service because of this moment. He says. He says "He says that we are being conformed and shaping like his son. In other words, God is taking sinful flesh and making it like his son. He says we're being conformed into his image. Now I'm going to hurry up and hit it and quit it. Here we going to go. Let's hold on. When you go back to Genesis, the Bible says that God, Created us in his image and in his likeness. Male and female created them. We were in his image and in his likeness. The image is like having a shadow, where the shadow does whatever the the body does. And it's like it's like a spiritual, he made us a living spirit, right? likeness means his character his his reasoning his thinking even in his position so we are representatives of him adam was made in perfection but then he fell looking at some of y'all fine ladies up in here i got one right over there hey baby how you doing listen oh, okay 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 let me let me up let me up yeah listen 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 We're made in his image and in his likeness. Adam was made to shadow him and to be like him. But when they sinned, they lost him. Listen, 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 listen. Let Let me help you out here. Here's how deceptive Satan is. Satan comes to the woman. And he says, did God tell you to eat this? She said, we don't eat it or touch it. Forget all that. But here's what he says. He says, no, 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 no. God doesn't want you to eat it because the moment you'll eat that, you'll become and be like God. The difference is, God had already created us to be like him. We were already like him. We were already in his image. How in the world... Is this being who's already like God, who's already in the image of God, now believes that eating a piece of fruit, she's going to be like God. When she ate the fruit, she became unlike God. So now we're living paradox in his image, but nothing like him. So when we come over to Romans, he says we've been conformed into the image of his son. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me help you out. Let me help you out. Let me help you out. When Adam had a son, it says in, uh, uh, in Genesis chapter 5, I think it's verse 3, it says that God had us, I mean, that Adam had a son in his likeness and in his image. But Adam was created in his image and his likeness. You see the reversal? You see, you see the switch up? You see the change up? See, when we're right with God, right, we're created in his image. So then we act like him. But in Adam, we are created to be like him because we bear his image. That means we inherited a sin nature. So it's no wonder why we act up and do all the things we're doing. It's no wonder that there's now this gender dysphoria where people, where a man don't know if he's a man and a woman doesn't know if she's a woman because don't know whose image you bearing. That's because you're like Adam. All right. Listen, I don't mean no harm. You can transition all you want. Yes, sir. If I'm a man, I transition to a woman. I better get my prostate checked. Listen, 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 listen. We're in his image. We're being conformed into his image. Now, what happened... After Adam had children. All right. So Israel, after being delivered, the first thing they did when they were apart from God is they made a golden calf. And bowed down and had relations and called it Yahweh. Listen, don't you get it? Don't you see? Even in all that, they weren't fulfilled. It wasn't satisfying. You can go out here and sleep around. You can go out here and get all the money you can. You can go out here and do all those things. Never satisfied. Because we would have made to be in his image and to be like him. So that's why we're always looking for the next thrill. Jumping off of mountains and, and bungee jumping and stuff. Because we're looking to be connected back with him. The reason why we do all the things that we do in trying to find his fulfillment is because we were designed and made to worship the creator. We're his creature. And so when we're out of shape, we don't know how to act. We end up messing up ourselves because we don't understand that we were made in his image to be like him. But in Adam, it was lost. Okay, 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 okay. So here it is, here it is, here it is, here it is. He says, he says, he says, he says. That we were conformed, were shaping, all right, all right, to the image of his son. What happened now is that God says, I'm conforming you. Now that you're my daughter, now that you're my son, now I'm going to roll my sleeves up. And now I'm going to get to work as only a loving father could. I'm going to make sure that I design you because he's a master builder. There's an architectural plan at work. In other words, God has predestined you for a certain shape. There's a certain look. There's a certain way that he wants you to have. He's preparing you. So the things that come in our life and out of our life, God is using all those things to construct, restruct, build up, tear down, but it's to made to be in the image of his son. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here it is, here it is, here it is, here it is, here it is. Here it is. Listen, listen. We were made to be conformed into the image of his son. Well, that might not mean much to you until you understand a little something about his son. (laughs) Until you know who his son is, that might not really mean a lot to you. Now, Now, wait a minute. I'm not talking about the fact that he sits on the throne. That the sun really looks like a flashlight in comparison to him. I'm not even talking about the fact that he has all power in his hands. I'm not talking about that. When he got on the cross, Satan thought he had him. But really, God God had Jesus. I mean, Jesus had Satan. Satan thought he had Jesus, but Jesus had Satan. Went down to the lower parts of the earth. The sermon said, see how you like me? Here I am. All right, I'm not talking about that. I'm not even talking about when he got up on the third day <laughs> with all power on his hand, and he brought a train behind him where everybody that had died before him that believed in him kept following behind the train like a bride. You see a bride walk down the aisle. She got a train I, I'm not talking about the fact that there was Moses and that there was Abraham and that there was, that there was Isaac. I'm not talking about the fact that there was David and that there was Solomon. I'm not talking about that there was, there was Enoch and, and all the people that came before. I'm not even talking about the fact that Jesus took all of that and took them from death to life. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about who he is in relation to his father. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. We're being conformed. Into the image of his son. The son is who God loves. Listen, 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 listen. At his baptism, Jesus shows up being baptized. John the Baptist is going to baptize Jesus. Right? And when he baptizes him, the clouds broke open. God started speaking from heaven. The Holy Spirit came down in bodily form, in the form of a dove and anointed him. And here's what he said. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Oh, y'all missed that. Y'all missed it. You missed it. You missed it. You missed it. Jesus loves Jesus. I mean, the father loves his son. And he said we're being conformed into the image of his son. So God is making us, designing us, shaping us, To be like his son. Why? So we can have the same love. When you want to have your best life, you can only have your best life when you know his only son. Because it's not that God is withholding his love, but it's just in our actions and how we live, we block our blessings. We can't get as close to God like we should. So what God does is, he begins to conform us and tear away stuff and pull stuff off and take this down and get rid of that and fix this up and fix that because what he's doing, he's making us like his son so we can have more of his love. When you want to be loved by God in a more excellent way, be more like Jesus so you can get all of his love. But then he says, After that, he says, listen, what shall we say then? It's after understanding that all of this love that he has. It's after understanding all this love that we get. That in our obedience, we we open up ourselves to, to, to see and grasp more of his love. He says, when you understand that everything is working together for good, when you understand that God's got a design for your life, when he's conforming you to be like his son, when you understand that he's predestined you for goodness and greatness because of him, when you understand that he called you and he justified you, he says, what shall we say then to all these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall we not with him also freely give all things? He asks the question, so who shall bring a charge against God's elect? Who can say anything to one that has been redeemed? Who can say something to God's son? Who can say something to his daughter? Nobody can. He says, he says, he says, he says, it is God who justifies. He says, it's Christ who died. And on top of that, he's risen. Who's even at the right hand of God and makes intercession for us. So, what would separate us from his love? He says, yo, is it going to be persecution? Is it tribulation? Is it famine? Is it nakedness? Is it sword? No, 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 no. We're more than conquerors for him that loves us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love. The love. The love of God that's in Christ Jesus. Who is he? Our Lord. What love? What love? What love? Jesus, giving us love, conformed to be Him, like Him, designed to love Him, designed to dwell forever with Him, being restored. We now will have one day the image because God has moved us from this place of, of, of deception, moved us from the place of being, from destruction, and He's moved us to a place of salvation. He's moved us to a place of redemption and sanctification. And one day, by the grace of God, we'll be moved to glorification. God has moved us from place to place to place. And now that we're in place, we help others. How? We tell others. We show others. We show other beggars, other beggars who the bread of life is. We do it by our testimony. We do it by our walk. We do it by living out in such a way that people want to know Jesus. We help others by being conformed to the image of His Son. Yeah. Make sure that you're in Right, please. And if you are, help somebody. Amen.
2: My Lord, my God. Did he teach? Did he teach? Did he preach? The Lord is good, and his mercy endures forever. Come on, let's give the Lord another hand clap. My God to thee. My God to thee. You may be seated. Before we transition uh, into communion, I want to challenge your hearts this morning. Um, Minister Fultz did challenge your hearts what you're made of, who you're made of, who made you, and why you were made. And before we transition, I just want to ask somebody in this congregation um, does not know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the one who called you, the one who conformed you, the one that Minister Folt was talking about. Jesus told a prominent teacher in John chapter 3 says, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Right. And if you're sitting here this morning and you do not know Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior, you are unsaved and you're destined to hell. I want to be quite frank with you. You cannot go in a place and Get cleaned up, and then when you get better while you're dead, you're going to heaven. That just doesn't work. Jesus Christ, you have to admit, believe, and confess yes, that He is Lord. Yes, and should you and should you believe that, Paul said, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, Paul said, you will be saved. That's right. We call it our ABCs, admit, Believe, and Confess. Is there one in the congregation this morning, be honest with yourself, that do not know Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Come down front. If you're not even sure he's your personal Savior, we'll get it straightened out. Come on down front. You don't know what's going to happen between this hour and next Sunday. Come on down front. Is there one? Come on, is there one? Now, I'm going to challenge those that are already saved. If we have someone that visited this morning or been coming for the last three, four months and enjoying the preaching and teaching and the singing and even the fellowship here, if you are saved and you do not have a church home, we ask that you get up and come on down anyway, because you need to be covered in prayer. Is there one in the congregation? Is there one? Amen. So with that, I'm gonna just say now, is there one? Come on down. Come on down, amen, amen. Amen, amen. Is there another? Is there another? God bless you. Thank you. Please go with Minister Arnold. We thank you for you choosing St. Matthew. Now let us transition and focus on our hearts and minds on the Last Supper of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, as we call communion. Before you reach, I mean, for some reason, everybody likes to get that little cup out there as fast as they can. But before you reach, I need you to hear what the Bible says. I need you to hear this. It's so. This is an important, a very important event. Christ says, you do this until I return. And before we reach for those elements, I don't want you to take this moment lightly, but I recognize how precious and holy this moment can be. Let us pray. Eternal God, we come in the name of your son, Lord Jesus Christ, to bless and sanctify this bread to the souls of all those who receive it. We pray that we may eat in remembrance of the body of your son and witness to you. Father, we pray that this congregation are willing to take upon them the name of your son and always remember him and keep his commandments, which he has given them, that they may always have his spirit to be with them. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. And First Corinthians chapter 11 tells us, "Whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of bread of the bread and drink of the cup, for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Now, please find the basket. On your left or right, at the end of your pews, uh, if you have some problems, uh, we have deacons that will assist you. They are available. And once you have opened your element, please look up. Is there one that needs help? Just raise your hand. We have many deacons to help you and assist you. Yeah. And once you've opened your element, please look up. My
6: red shirt, oh, shall find rest beyond
2: For I received from the Lord, that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body and they ate, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant of my blood. This do As often as you drink it, and they drank. As often as you drink it, you do it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the privilege of coming to your table and partaking in the body and blood of your son. May we always take to heart the importance of this sacrament and live our lives in a way that reflects your goodness and mercy. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray with thanksgiving. Let all of God's children say amen. 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 And before you leave, we're going to have Minister to vote this preaching machine to come back with the benediction. Amen? I know it
6: was the blood and I know it was the blood and I know it was the blood for me when I was lost.
8: Um, I want to thank the choir. I want to thank the greeters. I want to thank the ushers. I want to thank the nursing staff in the back. I want to thank all the deacons. I want to thank the ministers and reverence. I want to thank all of you. Um, And I want to thank Jesus that we're all in this place where we can worship him. And I want to thank especially Pastor Gordon because it was through him submitting to the grace of Jesus and answering the call that we are all blessed in this place today. So as you leave this place, think about how God can use you. Think about what you can do for Jesus. And how you can live for him in such a way that will bring him more glory and more honor. Until we meet again, the Lord richly bless you and God bless you.
6: I know it was the blood for me. Oh, one day when I was lost, Jesus died on the cross. Come on, say, I know it was the blood. For me. Come on, say they pierced him in his side. They pierced him in his side. They pierced him in his side. They pierced him in his side for me. Oh, one day when I was lost, Jesus died. I know it was the blood. Oh me
0: because I've been a member here for over 20 years and Pastor brings the Word every Sunday.
1: Ministry here is for the entire being. I love the way it touches the mind, the body, and the soul. Uh, We have women's ministries. Welcome to our world.
6: I've gone to several churches before and the truth that Pastor preaches about the Word,
2: his leadership, and his vision is just pure. Welcome Welcome to our world.
3: We'll keep you coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program that continuously put effort into the young into the young mentors.
4: Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo.